Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, guys? Jay Daniel here, my co host, Victor Marshall, and this is the Sales at Home podcast. So, what's up, guys? Good to be here today. Yeah. No, so, dude, we, we were just talking about this. So, it's, it's fascinating because, because, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, coming to industry, they're closers. I think a lot of closers who, who actually learn the skill, who actually understand, I don't think they understand how valuable the skill set is like that the yeah. knowledge of sales bro like so um we, we were just talking about a second ago but dude i just jumped on this offer right super good offer like like i'm like literally bro the owner could run fucking laps marathons like like could completely run around me when it comes to like scaling a business operations like like you know management like growing just really knows this shit but dude in terms of sales bro like just in terms of sales like it, it, it's it's not even comprehensible, right? And I'm not like a genius at sales, but I spent a lot of time like mastering that skill. And I think a lot of sales reps, and you know, I'd love to hear your input on this, but I think a lot of people don't understand how valuable the expertise is in actually like knowing your shit sales. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's it's super valuable because, like you said, there's a lot of people who are good at a lot of other things, but they're not good at sales. That's why we have jobs, right? Because how many business owners have great businesses who can teach you how to lose, you know, 20 pounds in a week and it's sustainable. And then you're all buff yeah. in like six months, but they can't sell their own program. Yeah. I had a guy that I had a guy that I placed with someone who's like, yeah, I have a great program. I've been featured in magazines. I've been featured mm -hmm. on like all these big blog posts on the internet. He's like, but I cannot sell my problem, my product. It's, I get on the phone and I literally want to throw up. It's not even a job anymore at that point, bro. Like, exactly. it's not even a job. It's literally like, it's literally like an equal opportunity, right? Like, I have a yeah. problem in my business, right? I need somebody who knows their shit in sales. Like, I think what every business owner wants, and when I say I think, I know, <laughs> what every business owner wants when they're bringing on a sales guy is a semi like consultant, right? Yeah. Somebody who can look at the business from a different perspective, who can know what needs to be changed, who can fucking perform, right? So like, and I, I think like that's the value add because otherwise you have to manage a sales rep, make sure they're doing their development, keep mm -hmm. track of their KPIs, right? As opposed to having a fucking like, like revenue generating machine that can come in there, like train any other reps around them, make everybody else better, right? And I think when, when you can do that and, and that just comes back to knowing sales and you don't have to be that good to know sales. Like you can literally just go through like who's ever course and you have way more knowledge in sales than most business owners. Right. Um, I think when you have that expertise, like you, you're, you're equals, you know, like you're, you're legitimately equals and you're solving a problem for their business. You're not getting a job. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Yeah. You're a legit service provider at that point. You've got a service that they definitely desperately need and you go in and you fill it and you fill it with expertise, which means that's job security. It's continued, you know, movement for you and it's, it's money coming in. Dude, it's, I have so many friends. Like I was, I was thinking about this too. Cause like, you could even like, arguably like you could even freaking negotiate equity, bro. If you know enough of your shit, like, it, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, like it, <clears throat> it's just understanding how valuable that skill set is because sales is actually like what makes money, right? Yeah. You could have everything in the world set up in your company. If you don't have any sales coming in, you don't have a company. Yeah. You have an idea, you have a hobby. Right. And so, um, and, and obviously, like, if you don't know anything about sales, like, you know, you should probably start studying. But I think, dude, I think six months of just reading, like, 
you know, just reading like the generic like sales books and going through a couple courses and just understanding it. Like if you really understand, like, and not just sales too, bro, like, 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 you know what I mean? Like human communication, because one thing I found is like a lot of people that are starting in sales, they're very focused on like the script, saying the right things to get the result. And I think when people get better, they start focusing on like the conversation, right? Like this person just used this word, right? Like, let's take that word apart, right? Like they, they just have this energy. Let's take that apart. And I think when you can bring that expertise to, to a business owner, like it, it, you become more than a business owner. You know what I mean? You're, you're the consultant. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I just think a lot of like that, that's one of the, I think that's one of the biggest value adds of actually having the skill besides obviously making money, you know, it, right. it, when it comes to networking, you, you automatically have the ability to network. Cause now it's, I think when you don't, have any value to add and, and and i love to hear your take on this too like i think when you don't have any value to add and you're just desperate and you want a job right it, you come off like you don't have any value to add you're desperate you want a job you say things and people are like yeah right they don't believe you yeah. right um I, I think when you can add the skill set to your belt it just it just allows you to do so much dude just so much it's like what you said last week, you know, sales is, is the best way to make money online because you, to get better, you have to think like a business owner. And when yep. you think like a business owner, then you can, you know, add the value there. Then you can actually extract the value and not just be an employee, but like you said, a service provider, a consultant, someone who comes in and can actually help instead of someone who comes in with their handout, like, please uh, pick me. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to yeah, have, yeah. you have to have some type of of value to give in order to be giving value in the first place, right? You have to have something that serves them in order to get value, to give value. So it's like, if you if you have that skill, and like you said, it's not just, oh, let me look at the script. Let me memorize these, these lines. And then this is what I'll say when that trigger word comes. It's how do I have a conversation with someone and get them to open up to me and tell me everything that they need? Exactly. When I can do that, if I can get you to, if I can get you to open up and tell you everything that you need, then I can fill those gaps with the, you know, the result that you're looking for. I can help you exactly. solve your problems because you've already spilled it all out to me. And all we did was have a conversation. Dude. And how, how valuable is that to a fucking yeah. business owner? Right. Like in, in, in terms of networking, right. Like how valuable is that? Like, this is how you make more money without spending anything right like here's literally here's how to do it like um i I just think that's underutilized bro i go in a lot of groups i don't see a lot of people doing that and i you know i might be giving away a a top secret tool of the trade (laughs) like literally dude if you like if you literally just take your freaking camera turn it on and just make a quick like two or three minute video on like how do you close deals and you attach the niche of the people you want to work with, bro? Those business owners, they're not going to be skeptical. They're not going to be like, hey, like, mm-hmm. let me interview you and jump into my interview. They're not going to do that. Like, it, it, it becomes, and it's just kind of baffled me, bro, because it's literally like all those interactions just have become conversations, right? Yeah. And, and they'll actually, like, like from my experience, they'll actually come to me and say, like, like dude, like, what do you think? Like, how, how do I how do I improve the systems yeah. and sales in the business? And it's like, well, shit, let me get in there. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing, you're talking about, you're talking about marketing, marketing yourself, selling yourself. Yep. Right. So it's like, if I put myself out there in front of the right people, 
then those people are going to see it. It's all about, you know, putting yourself where you need to be in order to get the result that you want. So if I, like you said, if I put out that video and I say, this is how to close deals in the business coaching niche and all these business coaches see it. And now they're asking me, Hey, like, I like what you did. Can you tell me a little bit more? Do you have any more ideas? Like I would try to implement that and it worked or it didn't work or we're doing something wrong. Now you have leverage, you have an in. And when you get that in, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. You guys tweak that, tweak this, tweak that. How about you just hire me on? Let me just handle this for you. And then I can train everybody else for you. And then that way you'll have a complete system that's working and flowing. Not everybody can do that though. Yep. Not everybody can go into a business and, and consult on a business because they haven't mastered that for themselves yet. Yeah. No, you, you, but that's the thing too, right? Like I think, um, when you go to work a job, you just kind of go and you don't take it that seriously. Dude, when you're running a fucking business, like you better hone your craft, you know? And I yeah. think that's also what people are like, you got to hone your fucking craft. You got to read the books, you know? Like, like, dude, take the courses, watch the videos. Like if you can understand your skill set to the point where you're, you're like an expert, you know, like, you know, more than the people you're talking to, like it shows, like it really shows. Cause I'll see people like talking about like, you know, sales stuff, do this, do that. And like a video. And I'm like, fuck man, like <laughs> what shitty YouTube video did you, you rip that from, you know? Um, and, and uh, yeah, bro, that, that's huge. Um, the thing about sales too, is that you don't have to know much to be an expert. Cause right. there's a lot of people who don't know anything. Right. And they're, they're With floundering out there. Yeah. With big businesses, like yeah. it's just referrals. Literally, most businesses are built off of like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah he, he did a good job for me. So you should jump on his thing too. Yeah, yep. he did a good job for me. You should jump on his thing too. 20 yep. clients. I don't know how to get number 21. Yep. Right. That's actually really fucking common. Yeah. Um, for a lot of businesses. But exactly. um, no, but if, you, if you're in high ticket, you, you want a company that has unlimited clients. Like you, you want <laughs> you, you want volume. Yeah, but I, I think um I, I do think that like actually taking time to master like your process, bro. I, I, I do think that's, that's like the, the big gap that I see with a lot of people um, yeah. who, who are working their way in. And um, I guess what, what was that? Uh, what was that kind of leads to our breaking news? Segment. What was? Yeah. Oh, dude. Breaking news. So we got to get animations, bro. We do. <laughs> we will. <laughs> JD Daly and Bill Walsh are putting together a sales intensive called the runway. And it's designed to let you take off in your sales career from where you're at as a salesperson and multiply your income potential. They're going to walk you through objections. They're going to walk you through how to sell. They're going to walk you through developing your brand and the psychology of how to become a better salesperson. Now, this is taking off really soon. So if you want to be involved in the runway and you think, man, I can I can throw in some money. I can invest in myself so that I can get some proven help from proven geniuses in the sales space. And maybe I can, I can become a better salesperson. I can up my income. I can make more money. Let us know. Hit us up at sales at home podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on IG. You can hit me up at the ninjaculture.com. Hit Jay Daniel up all over Facebook and Instagram. And let us put you in contact with, with the people who can get you started. I've seen some results preliminary from the runway and it's crazy how much these guys are taking off, how much these guys are making extra money. I've seen people say I made, I had six sales calls today and I closed five of them. I had this objection that I got four times last week. I got it five times this week and closed every single one of them. 
So people are getting results and the results are happening fast and it could be you. You could be that next, take that next level in your sales career. All you got to do is sign up. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a nice name, dude, The Runway. I actually didn't oh, yeah. know it's called that. Um, no, yeah, I, I can vouch for that. I've seen like the, the testimonial stuff. With yeah. on show. Um, <clears throat> guys, I want to I wanna say too, like, like as, as a business owner now, right? Like as a lifelong learner, like it's, you just got to view yourself as a lifelong learner, right? Like that's an opportunity to like learn and develop a skill. Like, so is fucking reading a book and like, you just got to always be doing it, always be like focused on developing, or you're going to be the guy when six months later says sales isn't for me. I don't like it. I quit. It doesn't matter if you don't like it. Like, dude, this is a skill that's going to bleed into every other area of life forever. Right? Like literally, I'll have conversations with people, bro. And there's always like, just, just now it's, it's so weird, bro. It, I don't know how to explain this now. Like, I guess just from all the people I talk to, but like now I'll, I'll have a conversation and there's like, it's almost like chess right now. There's like 20 different directions I could go as I'm hearing, like I hear a certain word, there's a direction I could go here. There's a certain word, something I can go here. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's your, your mind changes and you carry that with you everywhere you go. So regard, like, like, I think the transition needs to be like identity shift. I'm a lifelong learner. Like, dude, I'm, uh, this, this was our, um, our uh, breaking news segment uh, like last week, I think, or the week before that. But, um, you know, I'm going to Costa Rica on the 7th, dude. You yeah. know, from, from the 7th to the 11th. And it's, it's yeah. going to, you know what I mean? And it's like, it, so here, here's actually my plan for that, bro. Here, here's what I'm doing. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to basically try to like, like obviously network, but like sell in person, you know, yeah. and, and and I've been doing some research on that too. And it's like, there, there's different, like that, that, like when you're in person, like, you know, below your chest is also important, right? Like yeah. you can't, you, you can't wear basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, it's, it's been a cool experience, bro. Like, yeah. you know I mean? like, like starting to like look at suits and like all this different stuff. Um, but yeah. it's funny you say that though, because the mm-hmm. skills that you learn when you master sales, you would do that. You would master whatever it is in any other aspect of your life, right? If you wanted to be the best basketball player, you would master how to be a good basketball player, how to get to the NBA. If you wanted to be a great doctor, you would master that, right? And you would work on it and work on it and work on it. If you wanted to be great at, you know, you've seen great pickup artists, great, you know, singers, great musicians, they master their craft and they hone it and hone it and hone it in skill. You don't just pick up your guitar one day, play it once, then you're like, I'm good. I'm as good as I'll ever want to be. So why would you come into the sales space where you're trying to provide for your life and make money for yourself and to provide for your family and be like, oh yeah, well, I took one course or I read one book or watched one YouTube video and now I'm good. I don't Never. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, like develop. <laughs> develop what you're doing. Sure. Keep honing your craft. Always be learning the next thing. Always be trying to push yourself to hit that next level. Because like if you don't, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Like why are you even doing it? Why are you even in it, right? I'm wasting tons of time if I'm not trying to get better and better and better every day. You'll never enjoy it, bro, if you never take it seriously. Yeah. Which, which is, uh, uh, once you once you hit a certain threshold, right? Once like the conversation is, you, you kind of know how to handle everything. You kind of know where to go and all the different angles. Like, it just becomes fun, dude, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I think that only happens when you really put in the time to really develop yourself. And I think that yeah. applies to every like roadblock that comes up. 
right? Like you're taking sales calls, right? Like the roadblock is the objection. The roadblock is people giving you attitude. The roadblock is people like, like looking down on you. You know what I mean? Like, like those are roadblocks that come up, right? If you're just starting, the roadblock is learning like how the industry works, how networking works, right? Like it's like, you got to understand what problems in front of you and, and be a problem solver. Yeah. Um, that, that's one thing. So, I, I mean, I'm always looking to people that are like where I want to be. And it's like, you know, what are they doing? And it's like, they're solving problems consistently. Right always and and every even conversations bro yeah. like and then that's when like networking and sales calls and like interview like like conversations with your dog i don't like it, it all becomes this you know what i mean it all becomes the same thing you're constantly just like sweeping for problems right you're constantly yeah you're constantly sweeping for like implications to those problems you're constantly thinking about like what's the solution for them what could be the emotional payoff right and it's like you, you don't you don't want to do it, but it's just happening. And then you realize the sales framework is actually the successful business owner framework. Yeah. You yep. know, you ever hear like, like uh, Hormozy or any of these guys talk, bro. Mm -hmm. It's like, <clears throat> you, you can see the subtle nuances of the mastery in sales in them right. just talking normally, bro. Very true. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, you, you have to put that work in that they've put in to get to that level. You don't just wake up one day and you're at that level. You have to put that work in, right? And it's like, I, I heard something today that Steve Harvey said, actually. He said, uh -huh. if you quit today, you'll never know what it's like to be successful. Like right. It's never going to happen. If you quit today, it'll never happen, right? So if you quit growing today, you'll never know what it's like, you know, three months from now. If you say, yeah. nah, I don't need to join the runway. I'm just going to chill. I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at right now. You'll never know what it's like to 10x your, your income. You'll never know what it's like to make that extra six, seven, 10, $15,000 a month. You'll never know what that's like because you never put yourself in that place to keep pushing yourself forward. The beauty, bro, the beauty is like, <clears throat> once you have that, it's interesting, right? Once you're, once you're able to like really like dissect like what people are saying, like once, you know what I mean? Once you really, like it's really there, um, and you talk to a business owner and you notice, like you, you start to notice the flaws, all that anxiety that a lot of people feel, right? Mm -hmm. This guy has a multi-million dollar business and I was working at Starbucks two months ago. What do I do? Uh, I'm just a, uh, I'm a post office worker. I'm not a businessman, right? Like all that goes away, bro. Cause now you, you in real time, you're noticing all the flaws, right? Flaws, everybody has flaws, but you're noticing yeah. the flaws that this rich person has, right? And now you're able to even point them out and like, dude, like, oh, I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> but like, now you're able to point them out. And you're able to say like, dude, like, like, like this is your problem. Like, you know, these are some potential solutions for the problem, right? Yeah. And, and the business owner picks up, right? It's like, once you can kind of pick up on those things and that's the way you think and it's the way you talk, they're going to pick up on it. Right. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people, you know, there's the idea, right? Fake it till you make it, blah, blah, blah. Like even, even the whole thing of like pickup, right? Like, like most of those guys aren't getting like a relationship with those models they're getting because after a week, the real them comes out, right? Right. But I think um, when you actually raise yourself to that threshold where like your state could be shit, but you're still able to crush it because you have a consistent process, like everything is drilled into you. Um, I, I just think that like other people pick up on it too. You know what I mean? Mm. Like without even saying a word, like, right. Like the, the business owner you're talking to is like, they pick up on it. Like, this guy knows his shit. Like, yo, like, I don't know what it is, but I, I like you. Like, 
come, <laughs> come on board, you know? Um, yeah, man. That's so what do you think is the difference between someone who's saying, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to read this book and I'm uh -huh. going to, you know, watch this video and someone who's like, I'm going to study this, I'm going to implement it. And then I'm going to cross-reference it with this over here. Like, what's the dip? Like, is it enough just to read and watch, or do you have to put in extra effort? It's, it's a commitment to mastery, bro. You know? Because reading can be procrastination too. Like mm -hmm. if you're not, you know what I mean? If you're on a sales gig and, and you're doing less than eight hours a day of talking to customers, you're procrastinating, right? So it's like, I think you need to be like committed to mastery, bro. Committed to mastery and you need to have like, you just got to give a fuck, right? I, I just, I think most people don't give a fuck. They don't, they, like they say they do, but they don't. Like, and th this is a very controversial opinion that I have, but like, let's say people that smoke cigarettes, right? Like, if they really like, I, I think anybody could quit any addiction though. Hmm. But here's the but if they want to, right? Hmm. People say, no, yeah, I, I want to quit. I know it's bad for me, right? But I'm still going to smoke, right? So it's like, cool. They don't really want to. They want to do this. So I, I, I think it, it, it's, I, I think that's the biggest thing, bro. Hmm. Like the, the people who actually want it and it, it shows in their actions they take the right levels of action and how do i know dude i was buying like full transparency in 2016 to 2020 I, you know i bought a bunch of courses a bunch of things literally tens of thousands of dollars on like how to have a marketing agency how to build a business i would buy the courses i would read the books no results right i got i got i got a i was, I was in a long-term relationship and we separated and that was like a really big low for me but i was like okay but that's when i was like the most serious bro that's when I started my YouTube channel, right? Yeah. That's when I, you know what I mean? That's when I got involved with like Taylor and all these guys. You know what I mean? And bro, within yeah. a couple months, fucking, you know, I'm making like seven, eight grand a month and I'm at this company and I'm chilling and I have a YouTube channel that's paying me like, like, you know what I mean? Like good money. Like, um, yeah. women, I, I they do it to you. I can't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> and it's like people say you need a why, you need to have a, like, it's not like you need this super, you don't need like the right reason, right? Because then people are like, what's the best reason? What's the right thing? It's not. It's just, I think you genuinely just have to give a fuck because most things are common. You know what I mean? Most of it is common knowledge. You got to give a yeah. fuck. And you got to like really commit to mastery versus just doing the bare minimum. Otherwise, you'll just do the bare minimum. You yeah. know? Sure. You gotta you gotta take into account human human nature is to be lazy as fuck and, and live and survive as long as possible in the sure. state of and survive just off pleasure. of what you can. Yeah, yeah. Survive uh, on in a state of maximi of maximum pleasure, right? That's human nature. So the only way you're gonna override human nature, which is happening 24 hours a day, is you gotta give enough of the fuck to do it, bro. Yeah. Talk to anybody who's struggling, it's because they don't give a fuck every yeah. single time. I, uh, I, it's funny you say that because I get on calls with sales reps who are like, yeah, um, I'm going to leave this opportunity that you hooked me up with because, you know, I'm just not seeing the results that I want to see, or right. I'm looking to leave this job because I'm just not seeing the results that I want to see. I'm, you know, I'm outbound calling and I'm just not seeing the results. And I ask them, okay, how many dials are you making a day? And they're like, I'm making like 60 to 70 dials a day. I'm like, okay, all right, 60 to 70 dollars a day, great. But yeah, like you could double that. You could double that and see what happens. 
how much time in between those dials are you, are you making? If every dial is a couple seconds long, how much time are you putting into it, right? So how about we go from 60 to 80 to 120 to 150 and watch the results change. Put in a little more effort into what you're trying to do and watch the results change. I see it myself. When sales aren't coming into the recruiting agency, I'm like, man, it's getting slow. Like things are piping down. And what happens? You start to get anxious. You start to freak out a little bit. You start to worry about the money coming in. But then mm -hmm. all of that pressure that you're putting on yourself, throw that to the side and funnel that into the work you need to put in to, to get better. And yeah. all of a sudden things start looking up. You start seeing results again. You start seeing the money coming in. You start seeing the things that are supposed to happen, happen because you're putting in the work. Now, do things happen where, you know, sometimes the well dries up? Sure. But what do you do when the well dries up? You go dig another well. You know, you don't, you don't sit there and, and wait. You go dig another well, you put in the effort. So I think that a lot of times, like you're saying, if we just put in a little more effort, we just care a little bit more about the result and not just, oh, I care, but I care enough to do something. Oh, dude, perfect, perfect conversation. My wife was telling me this story about this guy. I don't know if you've seen it on the news. Um, this guy, this house was on fire and he was a pizza delivery guy or something like that. He drove, drove past the house, stopped his car, ran inside, went and saved like four kids. And then all the kids were like, there's, there's a six-year-old in the house, there's a six-year-old in the house. He ran back in the house, went and got the kid, heard her screaming or whatever. The only way out was a second story window. He broke the window, jumped out of the window. Hmm. And by the time he handed the kid over to the EMT, he could barely breathe because all the smoke inhalation, he was coughing. When he came to, the first thing he says was, is the baby okay? He's like, I, I had to jump out the window, is the baby okay? I had no other choice. So hmm. he's thinking about, that other person, right? And she asked me, she's like, who would do something like that? And I was like, somebody who cares enough to do something like that, right? So that guy could have said, just like everybody else, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put any effort into it because you know, it is what it is. But no, he saw what was going on and he put in the effort to care about it. And because he cared about it, he saw the results that he wanted to see, yeah. right? How many times do we see that fire burning in our own lives, our own businesses, our own sales career, and we don't care enough to put the effort in to go in and get out what we need to get out? Yep. Dude, the guy could have the guy could have fucking got one kid and said, hey, it's hot. Exactly. It's burning. You know, these five, it's unfortunate. You know, yeah. they're just going to. I did my care. part. I did my duty. You know, I did more than other people would. But that's the problem. Other people aren't successful. Other people aren't saving lives. You know, other people aren't able to take care of their families. Other people aren't able to pay off their mom's mortgage or make sure that their families are okay or make sure that, you know, their little sister can go to college. Other people aren't able to do that. And because they're not able to do that, they're sitting in their nine to fives, struggling, stressed out, self-medicating, depressed, because they're not able to do the thing that they really want to do, but they haven't put the effort in to do it. Oh, you, you know what that, that, that kind of connects to, bro? Like... You know, social, social circles, bro. Like, dude, like, so, because think about it. That guy who saved one kid and let five die, what are the people around him going to say? It depends on the people, yeah. right? If, if he's got a bunch of fucking badasses that would save everybody, right? They'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you let these kids die. Hell not. And then they would go in there, right? But yeah. if you have, like, normal civilians, right? Normal people with normal standards, they're going to say, 
oh, you saved that little girl. The, the other five, like you, you did your best, like good job, right? They'll pat you in the back for, for a mediocre job. So I think like, like in your opinion, how important is it to actually like, not almost like orchestrate the people around you with higher standards? You are the sum of the five people that, hang, that you hang around. I firmly believe that. You show me the five people that you keep contact with on a daily basis, and I'll show you the type of person you are. I'll, t- I'll tell you if you're going to be successful or not, based on who those five people are and what they're doing in their lives. If, do they have? And the thing is, they don't even have to be successful. It, that's the misconception, that the five people around me have to be Damon John, right? They don't even have to be successful. But what they have to have is the mentality of, I'm going to go out and get success. I'm going to work for what I've got, right? John's going to be in Costa Rica, guys. Dude, Damon John is that guy, right? He is that guy. I'm going to be chilling with him at the bar, bro. <laughs> Two weeks. This is gonna ask, him, ask him if he knows what I'm a ninja is. I'm a ninja. Yeah. Okay. My, my, my business partner had a conversation with him like five years ago about uh-huh. this company, or maybe even a little bit longer than that, about this company yeah. that we're working with called I'm a ninja. And yeah. yeah. So uh, I got you. But yeah, but yeah, like you said, the five best people that you, the five people you hang around with, like on a consistent basis, will tell me a lot about who you are and if you're going to be successful or not. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and I think I'm too, bro, because like people will make an excuse out of it. I think it's fascinating, right? Yep. But the human brain, especially once you're in sales, bro, once you're in sales and you make a pitch and people will make an ex- anything into an excuse to get away from the responsibility of actually fucking taking ownership, right? Because that's what everything comes back to. Like every personal development book, bro, every like like great lesson from, a, it, it all just comes back to personal responsibility, right? Like it's all about what you can do in the moment. People are always going to ask questions that like show that that's what they're not doing. You, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and so, um, ah, fuck. Yeah, I forgot my point, bro. Like, <laughs> I'll say it, with personal responsibility, yeah. becomes ownership of who you are, right? Right. So if, you, if you're going, if you're failing, take personal responsibility of that. But that starts by taking inventory in yourself and saying, mm. this is who I am. This is what I'm capable of. These are my tendencies to fail. These are what's going to cause me to fail. So let me hedge my, my bets, right? Let me hedge myself to make sure that I'm not going to end up doing that. Or here's a fail safe that keeps me from doing that. People who can correctly take inventory on themselves, think about it, like the, the angry man, right? The man who's got an anger problem. If he knows his triggers and he keeps himself away from his triggers, he has less blowups, right? He has less problems with his anger. So if I know that I'm a lazy person and I know that comes six, six o'clock at night, I want to watch TV, what am I going to do? I'm going to remove myself from a TV around six o'clock. I'm going to put myself in a position to be so busy at six o'clock that the time passes and I don't watch TV. And I'm going to make sure that I'm working on myself. It's, it's all about understanding exactly who you are. And that's the big problem. People in these days do not take responsibility for who they are as people and their own failures and their own mishaps and the, the things that make them tick. If you can do that, if you can take responsibility for who you are and what you are and just know yourself completely, then you can do whatever you want. To add to that too, because I think um, like with, with those people, right? I, I don't think it's, I don't think I think it's not necessarily that they don't take responsibility. I just think like they, there's the people that outsource. You know what I mean? Like there there there's the people because there's categories, right? 
like I am a business owner, that means something, right? Mm-hmm. Like I am a visionary, I'm not like that means something, right? You can describe the attributes that that person has, right? You could even pop, you could probably just off the top of your head, figure out what their day looks like off the top mm-hmm. of your head, right? The guy who's working at Starbucks, doesn't really give a fuck, the employee, nothing going on. You could guess his day, right? Mm-hmm. Just off the top of your head, you could guess how he thinks, the way he thinks, the way he perceives the world. So I think like those people, I, I think it just comes back to how you identify yourself, bro. You know, because people who are the employees, people who are still stuck in the old paradigm, that's all they think. Yeah. Right? That's not how the people think that are fucking balling out of control actually succeeding. You know what I mean? Dude, Gary V said something similar to this the other day. That, that I am said. Gary V. <laughs> he saw he, he, one of his 10,000 posts a day. I saw, he said, when I was, when I was, you know, working in this, this liquor store for three years, he's like, I worked in a liquor store for three years. My friends would make fun of me because I was working in a liquor store. He's like, they would come in and I would carry out their champagne order and they would like snicker about me behind my back and they'd pull up in their nice new cars and they were living their lives. Right. He's like, I was building, I was planning I was in this liquor store, but at the end of it, I took a $3,000 opportunity and turned it into a billion dollar opportunity or however much money it was. He's like, and none of it was mine. He's like, it's all still under my dad's name. He's like, but then I went out because I built that, I went out and built something else and built, 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 and built. And that's why he's where he's at right now. And it's like, you can work in Starbucks. There's nothing wrong with working in Starbucks, but where's your future? You know, what's, what are you working towards? If you're just working, you're not working, you're living, you live in Starbucks, but if you're working, you're working towards something, you're working for a goal, you're working to be able to do X, right? So if you can't see X happening with your current level of work, you need to up that work or change what you're doing. Dude, it's like, if you're at Starbucks and you act exactly like the Starbucks guy, you're going to be a Starbucks guy in five years. But if you're at Starbucks and you act like the fucking owner, you're going to be the owner in five years. It's that same principle, bro. Um, and that's such a good point that I was actually thinking about today, bro, with the scale like the like. It's so true. If you go into the business with the idea of like, okay, I'm going to like help this like owner, actually, I'm going to blow this business up. Even if it's not mine, being inside of the business, I'm going to blow the business up. I'm actually going to study the business and see what I can do to improve it and grow it. Guess what's going to happen? Like, dude, number one, you just blew up a fucking business on somebody else's dime, right? Because they're the one ultimately responsible for it, even though you're taking full ownership of helping grow it, right? But now when you go to grow your company, dude, you've already done it, you right? Know, it's, funny, it's funny, the principle that we're talking about, it's in the Bible, it's the Greek philosophies, it's the, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, or I think, therefore I am, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same principle. Like, if I think this is what I'm going to do. This is my desire. This is what I want to do. This is who I become, right? If I think I'm going to be a business owner, I am a business owner. I become that. I become someone who can provide value. If I think I am a service provider, going back to our original point, if I go into a business saying I'm a service provider and I can come in and I can be that consultant and I can see what's going on in your business and I can help you, I become that. And I go in and I look at it and I think, okay, this is who I am. This is what I do. Now this is who you know, I become what I'm talking about doing. I become it. I've grown into it. And it's like, if you put that much thought and exercise and work, because it is exercise, it is work.
to grow mm-hmm. and to develop and to, to be mentally strong and to do self inventory and to make sure that your, your skills are on point and to hone your craft. It's work, it's exercise. But when you do that, you get stronger, you get bigger, you get buffer, you can flex a little bit more. You know, your chest, Come on. your arms pop out, right? The vein in your forehead yeah. goes crazy every time you do something. But I gotta drop my body fat for that one. <laughs> facts. So, <laughs> but it's the truth though, right? The more you work at something, the better you get. So if you want to be a service provider, if you want to be someone who is a sales savant, someone who can go into a business and say, hey, this is what I'm looking at here. This is what I'm seeing here. Um, how about we change this? And then all of a sudden, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, ten 10x, the revenue starts coming in because of a suggestion you made, because you're attuned to it, because you put the work in. I mean, you've got to put work in. Oh, dude, I want to give some like real life examples on like the power behind that too. When you do that, you leave the business, even if you've never had a business before, like now you can literally say, Hey, I 10 X this company sales. Mm -hmm. And then you like, you could literally, that could be your next consulting package that you offer. I 10 X this guy sales. You're currently doing 10 K. How about this? If I get you up to a hundred, let me get a little ref share. Let me get, you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, opportunities opens themselves up to you. And that's one thing I really struggled with when I first really, you know, when I first really got into business, like, like, you know, like in the agency world, like, like results, how do I get results? How do I get res- like, like, I don't have any results to give people. So I'm just talking out of my ass. You know, it took like a hundred. So I probably booked like, a, let's say 150 sales calls for myself. I had a VA who was sending a thousand emails a day. I had bought 20 email addresses. They would send 50 emails each day from with a bunch of different templates. Right. Oh like, just crazy, bro. Literally booking a bunch of calls in every single day, bro. I didn't sell any. This was, you know, obviously this is over the course of a couple of years, but I didn't sell anything over the course yeah. of like hundreds of calls. And it was like, I, I had never gotten the result. I didn't believe that I could get the result. Right. So if you can cultivate that, but you know, like working within a company, like, dude, like that, that gives you so much leverage to, to, to literally every possible angle. So, um, I don't, I don't think starting off in another company is bad at all, especially if you have like aspirations to be in business because you get so much leverage, bro. Especially if you can like, especially if you can actually grow, like my point. So this can be really applicable, like to the people listening is like, if you go into the company, right. The mindset needs to be, how do I 10 X the company? Cause you're going to get fucking paid if you 10 X the company, you know? Um, and there, there's two things that, and there's two things that matter in that, right. There's like the actual like activity, right? You should never stop doing activity. Every day you should do at least eight hours of shit that makes you money, right? But you should also spend a couple hours like developing your, you know, developing your skill sets and like fixing systems and shit, you know? Some of the time should be spent. Like, how do we, you know what I mean? Like, how do we grow this? Like, what can we improve on? Let me set some time aside to like, you know, help figure out, improve the scripting here and then like improve my skill set. Like it's, it's, I mean, dude, if you do that, like, I don't, I don't see how somebody could not make six like I don't I don't understand how somebody could not make six figures if the opportunity allows it. Last last, last real life example. Uh huh. Do you know Rihanna's now a billionaire? Oh, I heard about that. So do you know how she started with her work. story? Work 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 work. What what about yeah, it? Exactly. You know? Do you know her story? Uh, I don't. Started off Barbados singing locally in Barbados. Uh-huh. I think she entered a contest. With a group of other people ended up getting um getting seen by some people 
who flew her to CLA Reed and Jay-Z and all them. And uh -huh. she sang a clip of a, or a piece of a song that she had written for Jay-Z. Right. They spent all night long, Jay-Z and, and his, his, you know, his boss, they spent all night long at Def Jam putting together a, a contract for her. Jay-Z said, I'm not going to let you leave until we put together a contract for you. Signed her to a six album contract at mm -hmm. what, 15, 16 years old. That's a oh, long shit. time. That <laughs> is a long time to be signed with one company, right? But with think about it. She came in. She came in as someone with some value, right? She could sing. Mm -hmm. right? She she had the potential to be a star. She could sing. She came in, and what did she do? She worked, dude. She put out album after album after album, song after song after song. There was a period of time when every time you turned on the re the radio, it was one of six Rihanna songs that you would hear, right? Yeah. And Who's getting paid from that? Jay-Z. The company. The yep. company, right? The company's getting paid. She's getting paid too, but the company's getting paid. But what she did was she used that ability there, that skill, that opportunity to build and build and work and work and work, 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 right? Yeah. And now what does she have? She's got a clothing company. She's got multi-platinum albums. She's got she's got so much behind her and under her name that she's now got billion dollar company she's got a she's worth a billion dollars because of all the work that she put in now you might think i'm right here i'm i'm in the office about to sign this this six-year deal right this six album deal i don't have any value outside of what i can hold in my hands right mm -hmm. but if you work at it and work at it and work at it and work at it get better get better get better you know take the lessons here read the books there Study what it's like to be in a business there. You think 16-year-old Rihanna knew how to run a makeup business? I doubt it. What did she do? She, she said, all right, let me figure out how to do that. Let me find out from people who know what they're doing. Let me learn from people how to do makeup, how to do clothing, how to you know own my own records, my masters, all of this stuff. How do I become a billionaire? She studied, she talked to the right people, and then she became a billionaire, right? I'm not saying you're going to be a billionaire. Whoever's watching, I'm not saying that, you know, <coughs> working, you're going to be a billionaire. Be a billionaire. But okay. what I am saying is your life will be a lot better if you just say, all right, this is where I'm at right now. Let me put some work in. Let me put some work in. Let me put some more work in. Let me put some more work in. Let me put some more work in. Not just how do I get on a call and sell, but let me put some work in about how do I establish myself in this business? How do I grow myself to have the best possible reach that I can? How do I get the best possible result from this little lemon that I'm given, right? Life gave me this little lemon. I want to make the bombest lemonade that I can. How do I do that? What do I need? What other ingredients do I need to do? What, what do I need to add? How do I need to, to grow myself? What do I need to study? Let me go and find the best lemonade person in the world and let me learn from them, right? And, and if you can do that, if you can have that, that mindset of, all right, let me just build on what I've got right now. I'm going to keep building keep building and don't let anything stop me dude success set oh no dude that's so powerful um th there's there's a book that talks about this like uh and i think i i think i've shown it in the past but it's really good it's called karmic management right yeah. super eat bro this is you could read this in one sitting it's like 90 yeah. pages but um it talks about it like dude like if you want to be successful it, it, it's it, it's kind of like an oxy it, it's kind of like a um it doesn't come like that intuitive but it's true like if you want to be successful like you don't focus on you. You focus on like impact to the business. You focus on impact to the people that you're working with. 
you focus on impact to the customers, you focus on, you know, positive impact to the owner, right? If you grow those things, you, you, you automatically, right? Like you automatically get at least 10% of what you create. Yeah. Right. So if you just grow the fucking business, dude, like you are going to fall. Like, and even if you don't get paid proportionately at first, like Gary V, like he didn't get paid, you know, fucking, you know, 10% of $30 million or whatever he grew his dad's business to. Right. But I mean, how much is he worth now? Right. And, and it's yeah. like, that was a byproduct of what he learned, like growing that business. Yeah. You know, becoming that person. So it's, it, and it's like, even if you do get the result, like, you know, like who cares? Like it, it's the process and the journey is always going to come first. So, and, and you've got to honor that because everything else is a byproduct. Like you, you're all focused, the money, the money, the money, the money, the money, but you're not doing anything, dude. Like just commit to the process and it's going to show up. Inspire. Guide inspire advice, man. If you put the work in, the results will come, but the results don't come without the work. Yeah. And, and if you focus on the result, you're not, you know, you're not really like you can, uh, here, here, here's the thing, right? I, I think it's like 95% like action, right? And then like 5% like calibration, right? Like sales, you're looking at your, you, like you look at your numbers and shit, right? Like how, how many calls have I taken? How many have I closed? Like how many no-shows? Like, okay, cool. How many more calls do I need to be able to hit my goal for the month, right? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's like the calibration. Like how many business owners have I talked to? Like, which one do I want to work with? How do I network and actually get there, right? Like, like going over the data and making a plan, right? I, I think that's like 5% of your time. But I think if 95% is just spent implementing that shit, bro, um fitness so i'm not like super huge now right but but dude like you know bro i'm telling you i haven't even i don't even think about fitness i just go in the morning every fucking yeah. I, six days a week push pull legs push pull legs right i just go to the fucking gym i don't think about it bro you know and the other day i'm in the gym and i'm fucking and you know and and when i first started i was i was dumbbell pressing my 45s and i'm in the gym and and, and i'm you know what i mean i have 275s and i'm like oh shit I just realized like, yo, this is really light. Oh my God. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, and then, you know, and it's like, oh, wow. I actually put on about 22 pounds of muscle in the last like seven months, you know? And, and, and I didn't even think about it. I literally haven't even been thinking about it. It's just like, okay, to be successful, you got to have a routine. You got to work out in the routine. So let me just fucking do it. I literally yeah. have not been thinking about like the goal, bro. <laughs> and I look in the mirror and it's like the physique is there and the same shit happens with fucking like commissions and sales and, and money and business. Just, just literally honor the process and do the right shit and make sure you're on track, do little calibrations, but just honor the process, bro. That'll, that'll do it for you. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Next time guys, we're going to have a guest talking yes. about how they honored the process awesome. and talking about this fucking industry that we're a part of. Um, any, any, any last thoughts for our audience, Victor? No, I think, I think we, we hit it on the head. It's just this industry, just like every other industry is all about the work. So if you think you're going to come in, yep. the money's just going to flow. You're dead wrong. You've got to go in and you got to put the work in. 100%. Love it. All right, guys, thanks for jumping on. This is a great podcast that you should subscribe to or uh, <laughs> tune into. What, what is it on iTunes, bro? Uh, to, uh, tuning in or just watch watch all our shit. Comment, like, subscribe. <laughs> See you guys. See you guys.